Good morning and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. Today's message takes us into 1 Peter chapter 1. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 1. Now, I am not, uh, I know we've been covering sin in the uh, previous broadcast. We've been heading into a series of messages on sin and we will pick that up at a later date. But right now, I just want to share some thoughts with you that the Holy Spirit laid upon my heart this morning. 1 Peter chapter 1, I'll read uh, verse 13 down through the end of the chapter. He says here, and this is Peter, the apostle Peter's epistle or letter to the believers, Jewish believers that had been scattered abroad in the known world at that time. And Peter uh, and the word of God tells us here in verse 13, he says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end, for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fasting yourselves according to the former lust of your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, and Peter quoting from Leviticus eleven forty four here, he says, For it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. That is God talking to us through his word. And verse 17, And if ye call on the Father who with respect of Without who is without respect of person, judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. For as much as ye know, ye were not redeemed with corruptible things of silver and gold from your vain conversations received by tradition of your fathers. Listen closely to verse 19. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was before was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead, and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God, seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The flower withereth, and the flower thereof fadeth, falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. My friends, if you have heard the gospel, and you have received the free gift of God's grace in your life, you have been redeemed. Uh, If you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been redeemed. That word right there, he says, for as much, in verse 18, for as much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold. 
we were not redeemed of earthly things, material things, for their momentary at best. We were redeemed with the eternal precious blood of our eternal Savior, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. It is not for us to accept that wonderful free gift of God's grace, his son, and for us to be redeemed by his precious blood, where he shed every drop into the ground for you and I on Calvary's cross. It is not for us to to take it lightly and tread it under our feet by continually living in sin. If you are living in sin continuously without any conviction from the Holy Spirit, my friends, I'm going to tell you today, you might need to check up because you might not be born again. You say, well, that's awful judgmental. No, that's the truth. If you can live a life in sin, you can't. Jesus said there's there's two ways the broad way and the narrow way the, the narrow way leads to life and the broad way leads to destruction they're going in two different directions you can't there's no middle there's no middle ground there you either have to go one direction or the other you can't be in the world and, and live as the world and and expect to go to heaven you can't continually live in sin and let that rule in your life and expect to be saved or expect to go to heaven it tells us right here be ye sober be ye sober, gird up the loins of your mind, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Look at it this way. If you're living in sin and you know you're living in sin, it's not for me to convict you. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to convict you. Um, but look at it this way if christ and we know he said behold i come quickly and at the hour that you know of no not i will return if his his uh return is going to be uh, quickly and suddenly would you want to be called living in the sin that you're living in would you want to stand before him and you will at the judgment seat of Christ, or you will stand at the great white throne judgment. If you're lost, you will stand at the great white throne judgment and be cast into the lake of fire forevermore. That's called the second death. But if you're saved and you have been redeemed by that precious blood, the precious blood of Christ as the lamb without blemish and without spot, you will stand before him and give an account of your every action, word, and deed according to his word and according to uh, the time and what you've done since you've been saved, what you've done for him and what you've done for the furtherance of the kingdom of God since you've been saved. It says right here, who he was foreordained before the foundation of the world. That means before the foundation of the world, he was foreordained and anointed by God and chosen by God to come and die on Calvary's cross for your sin and my sin, to shed his precious blood there for your sin and my sin. Now, how can we take that great price and, like I said earlier, and tread it under our feet? We need to be holy as he is holy. What does that speak of right there in verse 16? He says, uh, let's go to verse 15. He says, but 
what is he which hath called you is holy. This is God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord has called us to be holy in all manner of our conversation, all manner of our conduct. That means our thought, our words, our deeds, our actions, and our heart. You know, God sees the intents of the heart. He sees our heart. And the time, and we want to know what's going on in our world today. Well, the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. People are living in sin and, 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 and claiming to be a born-again Christian, but yet they go out there and live in the world and live in sin continuously. And I'm telling you, if you're living that kind of life, you need to check up. I'm not being condemning. I'm just telling you, you're going to stand before a thrice holy God and give an account, and you do not want to be at the wrong judgment. You do not want to end up uh, in that day when the door closes saying, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this in your name? Lord, Lord, didn't we do that in your name? Uh, Lord, didn't we eat and drink in your presence? Didn't you teach in our, our streets? And he say, uh, depart from me, for I never knew you. Depart from me, for I never knew you. Instead, you want to you be living a life that's pleasing unto the Lord. He says, be ye holy, for I am holy. That means sanctified through the Spirit, sanctified and washed by the Word, God, God's Word in your life, being living and active in your life and bringing you unto sanctification. That means you're set apart for God's plan. You're set, a, set apart for God's purpose. If you're living in sin, there is no way that you can live a life free of conviction. Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go away to my Father, and you see me no more. And of judgment, because the prince of this world stands judged and is judged. Um you cannot live a life in sin without some kind of conviction from the Holy Spirit. He says that right here, seeing you have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the Spirit. In verse 22, uh, you have purified your souls in obeying the truth, God's word. You know what God's word says, how you are to live, and that is to live soberly, girding up the loins of your mind, uh, and you are to know that God is no respecter of person, and he will judge. He says he will judge you according to every man's work. Past the time of your sojourning here in fear. My friends, fear, fear of God is reverential trust. It is a a fear. It's not so much a fear and trembling that he's going to strike you dead at any time, but you know that Christ is returning, and you know the one who paid the high price for you to be redeemed, and you want to live pleasing unto the Heavenly Father through the Spirit and through his Son, Jesus Christ. They abide in your heart. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments, and me and the Father will find our abode in your heart. Who is abiding in your heart today? Is it sin, or is it our Savior, Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit? 
Take time today and examine yourself. There is a reason God and the Holy Spirit led me uh, to, to speak on this this morning. Somebody needs to hear this. And I'm going to tell you, I admit, you know, and don't think that I'm better than anybody else because I sin every day of my life, but I do not make a habit of that. I do not go out looking to sin and live in the world. I try to live a life by the Spirit as, as pleasing to unto my Father through my Savior Jesus Christ as I can. And I'm not always successful. I'm not always achieving what I want to be. No, it's like Charles Spurgeon once said, I, I'm not what I ought to be, but I thank God I'm not what I used to be. And I praise God that one day I will be what I, I long to be. And that's conformed to the image of Christ completely when he returns. And we are changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. I pray that this has spoke, has spoke truth into someone's heart today. And I pray that it's been an enlightenment and an uplift to you and somehow an encouragement. And I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.